0: you work for your team, your team doesn't work for you. And I think that's a common misconception.
1: You're listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast, a daily podcast dedicated to helping B2B marketing, sales, and customer success professionals become masters of their craft. It's Thursday, so this is our hashtag one team episode. Sangram and someone from the Terminus team discuss what they're learning at the moment and how it applies to you. Here we go. Sangram here. Welcome to the Flip My Fold podcast. Uh, today is going to be really interesting. We're going to talk about going from peer to manager or someone who's a new manager. They're going to learn a lot about uh, in today's podcast. So today is Hashtag One Team, which means we bring in somebody from Terminus to share their story. And I have with me Alex Latt. Alex is the VP of Strategic Sales He has been with Terminus for about two years. Is that right? Yep. About two years. And it's been amazing. He has gone from an individual contributor all the way up to VP of strategic sales in just two years. And in that process, he has learned so much and has done so so many things. So we wanted to bring him in and kind of share his learnings of how and what are the things you need to learn as a new manager, because that was his first time being a new manager, but also he went from being a peer to a manager, right? And then that could bring its own challenges. So I know everybody, no matter what, if you're marketing sales or technology, wherever somehow you're gonna be faced with this challenge. And I know people are trying to learn and, and go through it. So Alex, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. Excited okay. to be here. That's awesome, dude. So before we jump into like how to be a great new manager, I know you have a crazy routine and you kind of keep yourself extremely fit. Can you just share your routine? You know, I was going to throw a curveball to you. You're like prepared to go into the five bullets, but I want to share Can you share your routine? Because I think you are one of the most self-disciplined person that I know when it comes to like just taking care of yourself.
0: Yeah. So I try to be really consistent um, every morning with how I spend the first couple hours of my day. And so I wake up every day at 430. Um, I have a routine that I go through. Uh, I do some journaling. There's a reading I do every morning. I meditate every morning. And then I go work out for an hour, come home, shower, get ready to go, come into the office. So the first, you know, the first 90 minutes to two hours of my day looks the same just about every day.
1: Wow, man. And you do that like seven days a week or five days a week? At least five days a week. That is insane, man. And I know we were at a dinner, uh, I think it was in Boston or somewhere. We were having dinner at like, you know, I think midnight or something like that with a whole group of people. And I'm, I'm as usual, ordering a pizza or something like that. And Alex sits next to me and he says, I'm not eating anything like that. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, he's having salad. And I'm like, dude, why are you not eating something good? And he's like, man, I need to be like ready to go for the conference the next morning. <laughs> and I was like, man, you, you have great discipline. So we're different.
0: Yeah, one of, <laughs> one of my buddies really got me on it. Um, Gosh, probably almost two years ago now of just you know, how clean eating and eating a certain way really affects everything that you do, your energy levels, your emotions, just your mental clarity. And so, you know, after hearing him talk about that for a while, I really decided to give it a try. And uh, both my fiance and I have been eating this way for, again, almost two years. And like, I feel like I feel like that's that's my like
1: competitive edge and advantage, right? Like, that is crazy, dude. Like, I, so every time with Alex, I try to eat salad. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's something that I try to do. Anyway, so back to the topic of, of being a new manager and, and going from peer to, to a manager. So I know you have been thinking about this topic, and you have really helped not only like yourself, but also a lot of people on the team. I've seen a lot of people really get energized, and you spend time with them, helping them understand how do they go to this level. So I wrote down a whole bunch of times because before we hit the record, you were just going through it. So you, I know you have it in your uh, in in your head. So talk to us. What is the one of the most important things you have to go through in order to be a manager, especially a new manager?
0: Yeah. So being a new manager, um, I think one of the most important things to think about and know is that you don't know everything. Like you are new to this role. It's a very challenging role. Being new to leading people is challenging, both from... How do you effectively manage and lead people, and then how do you have to develop yourself as a new yeah. manager to to be successful in this role? Um, so my advice would be is be okay and be comfortable knowing that you don't know everything. Be comfortable being uncomfortable for yeah. a while in that new role. Um, and what I did when I first moved in that role was, you know, I really took an approach of. I know I don't know everything, so I'm going to come in, I'm going to listen, I'm going to observe, I'm going to ask a lot of questions, and I'm not going to try to change too much over the first, you know, 30 to 60 days. That's got to be hard,
1: though, right? Because as you think about yourself as a manager, the first thing is like, well, I got to, you know, put my stamp on this thing, right? I want to move things around. I want to show that I'm here. I'm a leader. Yeah. So how hard was it for you to say, you know what? I'm not going to do that. I'm going to take, I'm going to listen more and, and learn more before I actually jump in and say what to change. It was a little bit tough.
0: You know, you come in, you, you're, you're interviewing for a role, you're looking at a role that you want to pursue, you've, you've likely got ideas of different things that you want to do, things you would do differently. You know, I really came into it and I said, all right, the, you know, I don't know what I don't know. I need some time to really settle into the role. Mm. What I do know is that I'm not going to be effective in this role if people aren't willing to follow me, if I'm yeah. ineffective at leading people. So the first thing I did was, you know, you've got to know your people, right? And so that was one of the very first things I did was understand everybody on my team. Like, who are they? What drives them? Personal and professional interests. You know, why did they choose Terminus of all the companies in the world they could work for? Why did they choose this role? What did they think that they wanted to do when they were younger or when they were in college? You know, if you look forward, if they're with Terminus for the next three years, what do they want to be doing here? What are their career ambitions here at the organization? And then bigger picture – What do they want to do holistically with their career, right? What's the big picture goals for them? And then in turn, also making sure that they understand where I'm coming from, what my background is, why I – made the choices that I I made and why I'm in this role. Like, what is it about this role that I'm passionate about? And I think, I think that's where really connecting with your people helps to accelerate the process of being able to manage and hopefully lead yeah. um, the people that are on your team, right? Letting them know that you are there for them. Like you chose this management yeah. role and this leadership role, hopefully because you're passionate about developing people.
1: That's awesome. And how, how much of your time is on people versus process versus technology and because i mean you're leading a sales team or who, who are supposed to essentially day in and day out drive revenue and and be on a ton of calls and they're like four five six calls for a deal to be closed how much of your time is actually helping them uh like just learning about them versus teaching the process of it and, and additional time because it sounds like a lot of different things that you could be doing
0: yeah, it, it varies just based on where people are out on the team. You have a new member come into the team. you got to yeah. spend more time getting to know them. You have some more senior people that are senior and really effective in their role. And you, you spend less time coaching and developing them and more time just helping them, helping yeah. remove roadblocks for them being successful. Then you've got a lot of people in the middle that you're spending a lot of time developing. So it, it varies by need based on the person, based on what's going on on any given day. How, how many people do you have on your team? Uh, I manage five reps right
1: now. Okay. And so if you were to put in, let's just walk through a week, right? Let's see. If you look at Monday through Friday and you think about like, all right, I'm going to spend maybe X percent of time on people development and X, Y percent of time on process development, what would that look like? Yeah,
0: I would say it's probably 80% of the time on on people development. Wow. Like that's, it it was funny When, when I first moved into the role, um, our CRO, Todd, I sat down with him, and I think it was like one of the first times I sat down with him (laughs) one-on-one, and he was my boss's boss at the time. And he asked me the question, what is your job in this role? Yeah, And I kind of just like froze, (laughs) like it's such a simple question, I'm like, oh my God, what do I, I I don't know, Like you kind of start to talk a lot. He goes, no, your job is to build independent um, contributors, right? Your job is to manage yourself out of a job to where, you know, if you left for a month, Like your team would be able to produce like independent producers. We said that is your job. Wow. So I thought a lot about that and said, hey, I can I can spend time on the process. I can spend time on calls with reps and all these things. But really what my goal is, is to to develop each rep to the point that they don't need me. That's right to, to work yourself out of that role. And so I probably spend 80% of my time working with the reps and helping them develop and continue to develop their skills. So they yep. they need me less and
1: less. And not that anybody on my team really <laughs> needs me, right? But I, I like to think that they do. Yeah, I mean, that's awesome, man. And I think one of the things that you also man, uh, shared before we hit record was like, demonstrating skills and sales to kind of earn their trust. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's all trust, right? Like the yeah. you, People are not going to follow you and follow a leader or not consider you a leader. They may do the things that you tell them to do, but they're not going to go over and beyond unless they trust you and that you got their back. Um, so I love the idea of learning and listening. But you also mentioned to me, well, like you needed to demonstrate that you are right for that job and that you are a good leader and they can trust you. Unpack that a little yeah. bit.
0: Yeah, so I started with Terminus two years ago as an account executive. Um, I think I was the fifth AE on the team. Uh, and at the time, like, you know, everybody else had been there longer, yeah. right? They'd been selling the product a lot You're longer right, than I. We yeah, like were at, a small at ATB, spot, right? right. Um, I sold the product for two quarters, and then I moved into to a sales manager role. right? And so a lot of the people that I was going to be managing on my team had been there longer, had been selling the product longer. Um, I had success in, as, as an AE, but I, had, yeah. I, hadn't, I hadn't been there in the role for two years, where people could see like, "Wow, he's really good at, at sales yeah. and selling." And this product. is your right. first time ever manager. Position. First time managing. Yeah, I never that's thought amazing. I wanted to wanted to be a manager, honestly. But that's another story. Um, <laughs> now,
1: do you want to be a manager for for the rest of it? What, what do you What do you think? I. Uh, Rest
0: of my life, I don't know, right? But yeah, I I I love this. Like I wouldn't pick anything else. I I love the leadership role. The more that I've done it, the more I've grown into it, the more I've I've grown to like it, um or come to like it, the more I appreciate it. So yeah, absolutely. Um but in those early days it was very much, you know, as I was thinking about, you know, after I had um got the job Mm -hmm. and was moving into that, I thought a lot about, you know, how do I approach this, right? It's a little bit awkward. You're you're managing people that you were peers with, you know, some of which have been doing it longer than you. And so I thought about, again, like, don't fake, like, you know, everything because you don't come in and listen and observe. One thing I thought about, and I think this is probably transferable to a lot of different skill sets, but especially sales was, I thought, you know, if they see that I'm a, pretty good salesperson, yeah. right? And they know, and they see that I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like that's only going to accelerate my ability to lead them. Like that's only going to accelerate yeah. us getting better connected and working together. And so that was one thing that I really thought about in the first 30 days is, Hey, as a manager, I think a lot of first time and managers in general fall yeah. into a trap where in sales you're on the calls with your reps, you're doing the selling for them. Yeah. I said, you know what? In the in the in the first couple months, I'm okay doing more of that because I want them to see that I'm right. pretty good at what I do. Right. Right. And so I think demonstrating that's amazing. Um, demonstrating you know ability in role help help to accelerate you know them really respecting your skill set, and then you can move to okay, help help me do that, help me develop. Yeah. Um, it was really that the first things I. I focused on when I moved into the role, especially going from peer to manager, were, you know, demonstrate ability in role and then learn your people and let them yeah. know where you're coming from.
1: That is amazing, man. That That is beautiful. All right. So I'm going to try to recap some of what we just talked about. All right. Number one thing you mentioned that as you get into this new manager role, you got to learn to listen and spend the time to kind of get them, get to know them. Because if you just jumped in with your two feet and said, I'm going to Rock the boat, and I'm going to do something crazy here just to show that you are the manager. It's going to be working against you. So learning and it's really yeah. Important. I mean,
0: any sort of management or leadership role, like you work for your team, your team doesn't work for you. And yeah. I think that's a common misconception. I think yeah. that's a big reason I I really honestly never wanted to move into a sales management or leadership role. Like that was never my yeah. ambition or thought. And I'll, I'll never forget when I when the when the job opened up. I sat down with my boss at the time, Tony, yeah. in a comment she made or a question she asked was, what type of manager do you think you would yeah. be? And again, I blanked. I'm like, I don't know. You know, what, type, what types yeah. are there, right? Yeah. She was like, what I'm really looking for is a coach. I'm really looking for somebody that loves sales, wants Beautiful. to get really in the weeds, is super into like sales as a craft and a profession. Yeah. And that just spoke to me. I said, that's me. Yeah. right? And, I, and I've, I've always loved helping other salespeople get better and just riffing on sales in general. Yeah. And so that really spoke to me. And so I let, you know, I let everybody know that when I came on board, like letting your people know, are you, are you moving to a management role? Cause you're trying to move up and it's a very self-serving purpose where yeah. I think a lot of people probably wouldn't be honest with themselves in that, but, yeah. or are you moving into this role because you are super passionate about helping others and helping others get better? And that's really what I look at my job. Like I wake up every day and it's how can I help the people on our team get better? Like that's yeah. my
1: entire existence here. Dude, that is super solid. I love that. I love that. You also said something that really spoke to me was like being vulnerable, right? Like you're you're kind of not only trying to understand your team members, but you're also letting them in who you are. And I know yeah. this is like a, you know, the, the whole conversation around like being vulnerable is like, you know, it's a pretty awesome conversation to have. But in reality, it's really hard to let your guard down and let let people know who you really are and and be vulnerable, like things that you're not good at. Right. Yep. And, and, and and let them know that, hey, I'm not good at this, but let me get help for you. So share a little bit about like that piece, like how important that is in, in a management
0: it's super important. It's kind of funny you bring that up because that's something that I'm working on. Yeah. Continuing to work Everybody's on Everybody's working on it, man. Yeah, it's, it's so like, hard. It is, right? And I think for me, like, that's always been a weakness of mine is yeah. – a lack of ability to be vulnerable and show that to other people. Like I've always associated vulnerability with weakness just from a young age. Right. And it was like, don't show weakness. And one, um, we use a product wide angle Mm -hmm. to, to, to prepare for our one-on-ones with our reps. So every, you know, reps get questions they answer each week. And one of the questions I I'd given to the team at one point was, you know, essentially what's some advice you would have for me. And one of the reps in the team wrote, I'll never forget. He's like, man, you know, nobody questions your work ethic like we see it yeah. but honestly it can be intimidating at times yeah. like I think the team would even better connect with you if you showed vulnerability sometimes <laughs> yeah. right and if you if you if you let that show more you were more vulnerable yeah and that really jumped out at me is knowing that this is something that I'm not great yeah. at and yeah. hearing that from the team yeah so it's, it's something I've been working on but it is it makes you more human it helps you better connect with people like vulnerability
1: is a, is a tough thing it's hard to be vulnerable but it's very yeah. very powerful it's gonna be one of the most effective things because it it almost shows that, hey, look, you're not going to have all the answers to right. the question. We try to pretend as managers yeah. or leaders, like, hey, we know everything and we try to figure it out. But that's really not what your team, you're not yeah. going on a battlefield with like sport to say that, hey, I want somebody to get a fight. Right. <laughs> so I think
0: like one thing that's helped me is just don't take yourself too seriously. Yeah. Like, you know, you, you're going to make plenty of mistakes, probably more as you move into a management role and it's uncharted territory. Yeah. And just be okay with that. Don't take yourself too seriously. Be Absolutely. Okay
1: and the last one, I think this is, this is probably the greatest uh, takeaway for me, has been like developing yourself and your character yourself. I think that part is so important because it, you get, and, and I think Clay, when he was here, uh, who wrote the book on how do you influence when you're not in a leadership role? And it was, it's very interesting to think about that, right? Everybody is in it and, and how, do we, how do you influence others? And I think one of the things he, he mentions in that book is also you got to be working on yourself first. If you get take care of yourself first, and it might sound selfish when you say that, but if you have a good routine at, where you're not letting the day take over you, but you are essentially in charge of your day, then you're planning it the right way. You actually can help others even more. Yep. Um, and, and you are a great, great, great example of that. I learn from you every single day. So, how important is it in your mind for somebody who is a first time manager or just manager in general to show that you are taking care of yourself well in all respects of life?
0: It's like it's arguably the most important thing. Like, that's the foundation and the core of being a good manager, leader, yeah. person in general. Um, is working on yourself and developing yourself as as an individual. I think that's one of the things, if I look back over the first year, year and a half of of moving into a a manager position, is I didn't really anticipate that, right? I think, you know, probably 30% of the role is actually managing and leading people. And the majority of it, or being successful in the role, has been developing yourself and your abilities, right? And, you know, everything from, you know, strong values and character and integrity um, being consistent in your emotions, right? Not having big spikes of your, you know, over the top excited one day and you're yeah. in a bad mood the next, like having to be really consistent. Um, cause your teams, everybody's always looking at you, everything yeah. you do when you move into this role. Um, communication was a big one, like mm. developing the skills to have difficult conversations with people being comfortable doing that, being comfortable giving very candid feedback that's oftentimes hard to hear, like that's a skill in and of itself. Yeah, giving feedback is really, really hard. A great book I read on that one um, that's probably an annual read for me is Crucial Conversations. Um, I forget the authors. There's a few of them um, that wrote the book, but that was a great one. Uh, Developing emotional intelligence, right? Understanding, you know, that that people learn in different ways. People prefer getting feedback in different ways and being in tune with that. Understanding, like, that there are different learning styles and what are the learning styles of the people on your team? Because if you're, if you're not conscious of that, if you're not aware of that, it's going to really limit your ability to develop somebody. Then other things like, you know, managing up, managing down, managing your people, managing the, the, you know, the people above you, working with people on other teams, like all of these things, if you don't have a strong foundation and you don't have a strong, you know, character integrity if you're not confident in yourself comfortable in your skin comfortable being vulnerable yeah like if, if you don't if you don't have that strong foundation everything else falls apart like it's just so critical totally
1: man this is awesome all right so very quickly learn and listen in the first if you're a new sales manager learn and listen that's number one number two uh, learn about your people it's really important you can't lead them if you don't know them number three be vulnerable make sure that they know who you are who you really really are and develop and demonstrate the skills that you think you can have to build trust because if you have trust you can lead if you don't have trust no matter how good of a manager you are if you think you are or good of a leader you think you are if you don't have trust you're gonna flame out Dude, that was awesome, Alex. Thank awesome. you so much. Thanks, Andrew. All right. Flip My Funnel is on a mission to build the largest and most engaged community of B2B professionals in the world. Join the movement at flipmyfunnel.com. You've been listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast. To make sure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player.